welcome ladies to our very first episode of For Such A Time As This. I'm your host Janelle Pierce, along with Emma Taylor. How are you Em? I'm good thanks, how are you? Yes, good thank good. you. And ladies... Happy to be here? I am happy to be here, <laughs> slightly nervous but You're happy. Nervous, yeah. <laughs> um, but ladies, we're looking forward to journeying with you maybe just tonight or yep. maybe over the next few months. We're setting the expectations real low. That's right. Yep. No pressure. Yep. Um, and just looking at how can we apply the truth of scripture to our lives? How can we be women who love Jesus and live that out in the context in which we're in? And so I thought it might be good to start off with, Em, can you think of a time where you or someone you know was in the right place at the right time? The right place at the right time. Um well, the first thing that comes to mind when you ask me that question is actually while um, Dave and I were living in the States, um, what, 20 years ago now, which wow. seems crazy. I do not feel old enough to say that, but I am. Um, we were over in the States. Dave was at the Pastors College. We'd been there for, oh, maybe like seven or eight months at the time. Um, and then Dave one day told me that he thought he had pulled a stomach muscle. And um, anyway, the stomach muscle pull got... You know, he didn't get much sympathy from me. I was going to say, were you sympathetic? No, not for pulled stomach muscle. Anyway, anyway, that did backfire because eventually we found out it wasn't a pulled stomach muscle. It was actually a ruptured appendix, uh, which is... Did you feel bad? Um, well, yes and no, but he told me it was pulled stomach muscle. <laughs> Don't self-diagnose your stomach pains. <laughs> That's one thing I learned from that. But um, so anyway, he, to cut a longer story short, he was taken into hospital. Um, was actually very sick by the time he got into hospital because because the appendix had ruptured and the infection was spreading around his body. Um, they What the medics were saying was they had to pump his body with antibiotics for 24 hours before wow. they could actually operate because if they had operated before that, it, would, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been safe to operate before that. So basically, um, we sat in a hospital room for 24 hours while he had antibiotics um, till it was safe to do the surgery. Anyway... Back to the question of for such a time as this, I think what struck me about that was out of the whole, we were in the States for a year uh, for the um, Pastors College, and out of the whole time that God could have allowed that to happen, he allowed it to happen. I mean, bear in mind now, I was 20, I just turned 21. I was 21 in the so January. I'm <laughs> so young. I felt so old and wise at the time, but you know, look right now, I was so young. Um, so just turned 21, I'm living away from home. You've been married for less than a year, and um, but, and God had allowed this to happen, which was a very scary situation, but he had allowed it to happen a couple of days after Dave's parents had just arrived in the States for a holiday, and my parents were due to arrive like a day or two later. So I just remember feeling the kindness of God in that, and mm. that, that could have happened at any point in that year we were in America, but it happened right in that week where I would, was going to have my family around me, Dave was going to have his family around him too, to care for us and to encourage us and to help us in that time. So yeah, for such a time as this, that would definitely be... My answer, and I'm very grateful to God for having the right people in the right place at the right time. For that. And I think we don't often stop long enough to see God's hand yeah. in different situations. We can just yeah. move on through. Or you can look at it and think, well, how could God let that happen while you're over the other side of the world? It's like, well, yes, but look what he did in that, how he cared for. Like, he didn't have to provide, you know, our family at the time. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. Well. Yeah. And so, ladies, we thought it might be helpful just to understand a little bit about how this podcast came to be yeah. why the heck are we here janelle yes that's right <laughs> please tell us because this is very much your fault <laughs> uh back in covid 
2020. So our very first lockdown. Have you forgotten? Do you remember? Yeah, I don't think anyone's forgotten COVID 2020. No, I'm pretty sure. It feels yeah. like a long two years. Oh my gosh. Yes, it does feel like a long two years. I don't think we're going to forget that one in a hurry. No, we're not. Uh, so it was back in the first lockdown. Uh, Ollie was working from home. Um, we had two children at the time. And it had just been a very long day, and I think I was just tired and I was done. I was mm. exhausted. Um, yeah. Like the end of most days of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I think the monotony it had was just a bit got to me. Day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, had got to me that day. Anyway, Ollie came down the stairs at the mm-hmm. end of work because yeah. he was working from home. Long commute. <laughs> yes, and he said to me, "Why don't you go for a walk?" And so I did, and I put on a podcast, and. In the kindness of the Lord, it was just what I needed to hear. Mm. I remember listening to it and God just refreshed my soul yeah. through what I was listening to and the truth yeah. of what I was hearing. And and don't you love it when God does that? Just allows you to either open the Bible to the exact passage that you need to hear at that time or like you say, put on a podcast and really meet you and speak to you in your challenge at that time. Like that's not an accident. That's God's God's care. That's God's for such a time as this for you. That's so, right. And often yeah. I'm surprised, but I yeah. shouldn't be surprised no. because God is cares. God right. cares yeah. and is in our mm-hmm. situation. But anyway, it was a great podcast, and I actually remember exactly where I was when I had mm-hmm. this thought. Where and were you? Because we're going to all wonder. Yes, I was a street near my house, and a street um, in your house, a street near my oh, no. house, <laughs> and I was walking and. I was listening to these ladies and I was just thinking about my own life and and reflecting on the fact that I really want to grow in godliness. I mm. want to grow in wisdom. How how can I do that with two young children and a third on the way? Um, and but also in that moment, I remember thinking just the the opportunities that podcasts bring mm. to reach so many people yeah. uh, in a in a relatively easy way. And yeah. I was thinking how good would it be to have a podcast for the ladies in our church? Mm-hmm. And I remember coming to you with that idea. Yep. And do you remember how well that went? Uh, yeah, it was a short conversation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was, <laughs> yeah. was the answer to that. No, not ever. <laughs> yep. Um, but we talked about it a little bit more. And I think I just explained to you the thoughts behind that, mm. that we're bombarded bombarded but with so many different thoughts in the world with so many different messages I know for me often subconsciously when I am trying to escape something or the day gets too much I flick on Instagram and as Mm -hmm. I scroll through often subliminally all these messages pop into my head not the truth of the gospel and so if we can be filling our mind with the truth of the gospel a podcast is a great forum to be able to do that it's definitely one way yeah yeah Uh uh-huh and so I think over the last, well, two years now. Yes. It's a long time. It is. But you have had a baby in there as well. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. you're, you're, I remember when we continued that conversation, you were like, give me a year. <laughs> yes. Um, I also did say, I don't need to be a part of it, but I think it would be great for our church. Um, and but, you definitely do need to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, but I think God's just grown our conviction that it is a good idea yeah. and that a podcast does provide a great space for different women yeah. to be sharing the truth of scripture and how it applies to their lives. Yeah. And not that we have all the answers. Like Absolutely defi- not. Definitely not. Like I think for me as I look at it is if we can have this as just a a way of talking about Jesus together, becoming more and more like Jesus together, then I you know, I'm gonna be encouraged by that. So I'm regularly encouraged by my conversations with you, Janelle. So I'm excited that the other ladies in the church and 
going to get to hear those conversations. And I think we're so aware of the areas of sin in our life. Yeah. We're so aware of where we need to change that we're not sitting here thinking, we've got it all together, learn from us. Um, no, absolutely not. In fact, on the drive on the way over, I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Turn around, go home, there's still time to pull out. So, no, we're definitely not thinking that. No, but I think both of both you and I have a heart to how yeah. can we be thinking about Jesus more? Yeah. How can we be thinking about how the truth of scripture applies mm. to our different situations mm. and so ladies that's how the podcast came to be and that's part of the heart of this podcast and so like all good podcasts mm. we did come up with the tagline didn't we <laughs> we did yeah it took us a while it did take us a while a lot of edits and re-edits and yeah mm-hmm. and so our our tagline for one of a better word ladies is helping women to display the beauty of the gospel yeah. and what do we actually mean by that em uh, well, I think similar to what, you, what you've just said in terms of there are so many voices coming at us through a culture, through different mediums at, at the minute. So I think our, our real heart behind this is to be a voice where we can bring in God's word, God's voice into the situation that um, is so, I think we're living in more and more post-Christian culture yes. where the things that God talks about in his word are not accepted, are not encouraged, um, in many ways not even tolerated I was going to say, and often silent. One of my um, all-time favourite books is Adorned by Nancy demos Um It's a great book. I think a bit of a life manual for me that I keep coming back to. I'm so glad you introduced me to that oh, book because yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. It is. It's a great book. If you haven't read it, definitely get that book and read it. Anyway, I love how she sums it up in terms of um, just making the gospel visible and believable. And that is what we are hoping through this podcast we can encourage ourselves in and ourselves to do and also encourage other women in the church to do too. And so, ladies, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be looking at different topics where we can learn together Mm. how we apply the gospel, how we apply the truth of scripture to Mm -hmm. those particular topics. Um, And so we're looking forward to that. So, Emma, our title for the podcast is For Such a Time as This. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Well, firstly, because I guess it was going to take you about 15 takes to I get really me. struggle have a practice <laughs> stand in front of the mirror <laughs> such a time as this it is it's a lot to get your teeth around yeah sorry yes. I do apologize about the difficulty to saying it but I do think there is a really good message message behind it and it actually comes um from the book of Esther which um we are about to actually launch our ladies bible studies for this year um for the next term and we are actually going to be doing the book of Esther so probably by the time we you you are listening to this podcast you will probably have started or potentially even finished depending how long this <laughs> takes us yes, yes. That's right. um the book but yes that is where the uh, title is from and i think we both looked at it in the first lockdown, you had yes. studied the book of Esther and you were telling me how great it was. So yes. then I yeah. copied. That, it, yes, it is definitely a great book. And I'm looking forward to studying it again with the ladies in the church. But anyway, just to give a little bit of background, um, Esther was a Jewish young woman who was um, forcibly taken into the harem of King Ahasuerus. Which, you know, how many is, times do you want to say that? Uh, well, that was it. I'm only saying it one time because <laughs> I can't say it again. <laughs> anyway, he was quite an angry king. I'm just going to refer to him as the king from now on. Um, with a bit of a drinking problem, as we see in the story, um, there was a plot then by a man named Haman to kill all the Jewish people, to extinguish the Jews. Um, which, yep, Esther, as I said, was a Jew. Now, Esther's relative, Mordecai, who was kind of her adopted father, um, heard of this plot and got messages to Esther to communicate that. And he 
encourage Esther being, you know, she's in the King's Palace. She is, by this time, she is the Queen. She's replaced Vashti because Vashti didn't do what the King wanted. So Vashti was no more. And Esther replaced her in the sovereignty of God, which we hear a lot about in the book, which is great. Um, anyway, Mordecai encouraged Esther to approach the King and see what he could do about this plan to extinguish the Jews. But Esther knew that by doing that, she was actually going to be risking her own life. Um, Because as we read in Esther chapter 4, verse 11, I'm going to read it to you now. It says, so this is the message she sends back to Mordecai after his idea of her approaching the king. She says, all the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is but one law to be put to death except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter so that he may live. But as for me, I have not been called to come into the king's these 30 days. So she's like, the king hasn't asked to see me for like 30 days. If I go in, I could die. So you can understand her hesitancy. Absolutely. Yes. But here's the bit I love following on from that. Mordecai responds. And it says there in verse 13, Then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, Esther, Do not think to yourself that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Which is, you know, I like, I love the whole paragraph, but the, the whole paragraph is too long for a podcast name. So I was kind to you, really, Janelle. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for such a time as this, we'll sum it up with that. And I just love how, you know what, um, what he's saying to Esther is, God doesn't need you to save mm. the Jews. He can do that without you. But who knows that he's not put you in the palace as the king, as the king's queen for such a time as this to use you. You have the opportunity to be used in this. And like that just challenges me because it's the same same for us. God doesn't have to use us. He chooses to use us. He has put us all in the perfect place, the perfect time, around the perfect people that he has for us to reach out to, to encourage, to point to Jesus, um, to use us for his work in whatever way he wills for such a time as this. And you also look at Mordecai's faith. Yes. In this particular story. Yes. He trusts in God. He does. He knows Unwavering. in whom he's, he believes. Yeah. Um, and it's just such an encouragement to see the way he interacts with Esther. And yeah. you can understand why she's scared. Oh, uh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, absolutely no way. <laughs> I am not going in there. <laughs> but I think without spoiling the story, you look in the following verses and she responds. Yeah. She goes to the king and then yeah. and she tells the people fast for me while yeah. I do it. And so yes. it's just it's just a, a beautiful story. Yes. Of dependence on God, faith in him, like knowing that he has put them in a time and place to, to glorify in a way to glorify him. So yeah. And I think as we begin this podcast, our big umbrella thought is God has us in this particular place, in this particular year, for such a time as this. Yeah. And so whether we think about our families, our workplace, the schools that we attend, God in his sovereignty has us there. And so God has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And so Em, when you think about for such a time as this in your own life, what do you think about? Um, Yeah, that's a great question, Nelly. Yeah, Um, I think for me, and in order to kind of break it down a little bit, 
the overarching, the big picture I think about has to come back to what um, we're called to do in Matthew 28 verses 19 to 20. So I'm just going to read that for you now because basically God's word is always better than our words. So yes. we should always defer there. So anyway, it says that, um, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Um, so for me, I think my for, for such a no, I can't say it <laughs> for such a time as this is okay. To um, I think I like I think it's Dave that says it to seek the lost and mm. to disciple the found. Okay, so who are the lost around me that God has put in my path that I can tell them the good news of the gospel to tell them the good news about Jesus? And for people listening, that might be their children it might be their parents that's right it might be their work colleagues or maybe it's it's close friends so yeah it it could be any one of a number of people and i think the key is you don't have to look far if you're having to look far you've probably missed it like because as we saw in the book of esther god put her in the perfect time the perfect place with the perfect people around her that he wanted her to to use her through so um for us same for us who is god in my life so yes for me primarily to begin with it's my kids the ones that don't know Jesus and then also discipling the ones that do know Jesus um, and then my neighbours the people down my street the people I come into contact with at the school in different contexts um, the kids sports teams I'm just very aware of of the lost mm. around me okay because I think we can have faith for that that God has put them around us for a reason because you know he wants he wants to save people he wants them to know him and he's going to use us to do that so and I think whilst Esther was facing death. Yes. We're not facing death. No. But I think we do face fear of man. Oh, we, completely. We, yeah. And so, like Esther, we can hold back from yeah. maybe doing what God's oh, called us to all do. all the time. Yeah, because I'm worried that they might, they might reject me. They might not like me. They might <laughs> yeah. not want to be my friend anymore. You know, they might think I'm weird. Well, <laughs> maybe I'm weird just a little bit. But do you know what I mean? You just, yeah, completely. When you put it into perspective like that, of Esther was facing death. Like, you know, I'm not facing death by reaching out to, to the lost around me. So that would be the first category in terms of um, reaching the lost and then discipling the found. Okay, so who has God put around me in my path that I can seek to encourage and seek to encourage them to become more like Jesus? So I think um, obviously the people in our church as a whole and then obviously the people that I'm in um, gospel community with that I see more regularly through that. So and obviously, like I said before, my own kids. So I think just also thinking, okay, who is around me? And then who is around me that I can learn from as well? Mm. Like, who can I draw off? Who can I ask questions to? And like, you are definitely one of those those people for me. You're somebody that I Likewise. turn to. I'm like, Janelle, help. <laughs> this is uh, what I'm trying to grow in, or this is what I'm going through at the minute. Like, I just know that you are going to be faithful to point me back to God's word and, and bring wisdom to bear in it. So I think, yeah, for that's to me, to sum up my for such a time as this is to seek the lost and disciple the found and not look too far from home because believing that God has put me in the perfect place at the perfect time to, to for his glory. And knowing that he works in and through us. He does. That he will give us what we need for those particular moments. Yes, that's right. Should make us take a big sigh of relief, the fact that he's he is with us in it. Yeah. And I think, so ladies, I think in your gospel communities or with your friends or before the Lord, you can be hopefully thinking about, I'm certainly challenged again afresh as we look at the book of Esther what is God calling me to? Mm. Um, who are the people around me that I can be sharing the gospel with? Yeah. Whether who, it be people you work with, work colleagues, school, people you go to school with, uni with, like 
We'll ever, I love another term, which I don't even remember who said it, but it wasn't me. <laughs> the rhythms of everyday life. Is yes. it? Yeah, I'm not even going to have a guess because I'm probably In gospel fluency. Is that where it is? Yeah, okay, I right. Think so. Good. Okay. So, but yeah, looking in those rhythms to see who God has put you around, whatever season you're in. And so be thinking through um, for such a time as this, what is your for such a time as this? Who are you seeking to reach? Who are you seeking to encourage with the truth of this gospel? And ladies, I think let's be encouraging one another as we do this. Let's be spurring one another on. Let's be uh, reminding each other that God is in our situations. Mm. God is at work and we can trust him completely. Yeah. And so, Em, as we close our very first podcast, yep. would yep. you like we to pray for to us? <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, as well as it's just being excited by that, excited yep. by the fact that, that God God chooses to use us and we get to play a part like he doesn't have to so let it not just cause fear and anxiety in us but actually let it encourage and, and excite us and just as an aside I'm sure you can think of people when they actually understand the truth of the gospel for the first time it yeah. is such a joyous occasion yeah. and such a wonderful thing to be a part of or yeah. when you're with people and they understand a truth that then transforms yeah. their life mm-hmm. It is a, a blessing and a joy to be a part of. It is, definitely. Um, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we yeah. can be praying So be those. excited and be encouraged. And we're going to end on that note as I wrap us up in prayer now. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, Lord, we do thank you for just the opportunity to talk about you together, Lord, as ladies To Lord, we do thank you that you have saved us, Lord. We thank you that you have called us. We, Lord, we thank you that we get to play a part in, in your great plan, Father. You don't need us. Um, but Lord you choose to use us and Lord that is exciting and Lord may we be more excited than that about that than we are daunted Lord knowing that ultimately you are the one who is writing the story you are the one who has the power you are the one who is changing people who is saving people but Lord um, you have as we've talked about put us all in the perfect place in the perfect workplace or school or home communities um, churches for such a time as this Lord that um, that you have created good works in advance for us to do Father and would we all be mindful of those Lord would you reveal them to us would you make it clear um, how you want us to, to move forward and to point people to you father and to yeah glorify you and all we do amen amen thanks for praying em thanks Thank ladies you. for joining us and we look forward to spending some time together with you in our next podcast oh there's gonna be another one well hopefully <laughs> <laughs> thanks ladies <laughs>